Hi, this is Diana van Giesbergen from Xandria. What's up? This is Parker Jameson from the band Starkill. This is Danny Marino from The Agonist. Hi, you're here with Alex from Holy Grail, and you're listening to The Great Metal Debate. Can anybody hear me now? A cruel and fallen sun Breeding to the skies above Forgive me please for what I've done The only truth is death they claim I chose to give that lie Force feeding truth to so many My eyes come as I watch them die Great Metal Debate listeners, this is Brian. I'm here in Atlanta with Will Carroll of Death Angel. Will, how are you? All right, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Why don't you tell us what you do for the band? I play drums. I've been in the band since uh, summer of 2009. Uh huh. I'm on the last three studio albums. Excellent. And live album. Yeah. So you were kind of at the uh, the evolution part of it. I know that's how they kind of listed on the website, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that's cool. Well, um, let me ask you this. I, I ask everybody that I interview this, and um, most most musicians have this. Um, was there a moment where you were listening to some music, watching a video, playing a song, and you were like, holy shit, this is what I'm going to do for a living? Uh, yeah, probably when I first uh, saw Kiss Alive 2, the album cover. And, really? And then heard the album, yeah. yeah. So I was about... I was about five years old. Cool. Five or six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter Chris fan? No, just a Kiss fan. Just a Kiss fan. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. I, I love Eric Carr. Oh, is it always? Well, has it always been drums for you? Uh, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a guitar player or a lead really? singer. Yeah. But uh, the only thing available at my school band that was anything close to rock music was drums. Uh huh. Yeah. So I was I wasn't gonna play the clarinet. That's for sure. <laughs> You don't think Death Angel could use a clarinet, yeah, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run it through a little distortion. Um, so, um, now you guys are in the middle of a two-month tour. Here's the obligatory. How's the tour going? Fantastic. Uh, Slayer. No, we, I, I, I've never toured with a band that's treated us so so oh, cool. well. Yeah. They, their crew's great. Obviously, the shows are awesome. We're playing to much bigger crowds than we normally do. Right. Um, it's, it's all pluses, no minuses, man. It's all it's all great. Excellent. Now, now it's interesting you say that, bigger venues. I was scheduled to interview you guys in Clarksville on Sunday, but I had a car wreck on the way to the venue. Mm. So you guys have been switching on and off with Slayer and Anthrax, correct? Yeah, when Slayer takes a day off, then us and Anthrax will do a show together. Okay. And then when Anthrax takes a day off, we do a headliner. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. How's that been? I mean, that's got to be a little different. Oh, yeah. It, it makes us real happy to see Slayer again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you notice, is it a different dynamic on stage for the different size crowds? Or is it just all get up there and oh, yeah, do that thing? Of course, man. I mean, uh, when we're opening up for Slayer, we're playing in front of at least a thousand people. Wow. And it's usually a lot more. Right. And when we headline, we're playing like a hundred people. So, uh, it's a huge dynamic and a huge difference. Like, you're a lot more excited. I mean, we're all giving it our 100% no matter what, but when there's a couple thousand people watching you, you you definitely notice. Right, right. <laughs> now, you, you guys are touring animals. I mean, you, you see a lot of bands that say they like touring. I mean, you guys really hit it, don't you? Yeah, yeah we try to do as much as we can. Uh-huh. Now, you're in the middle of kind of a two-month uh, uh, stint. Mm-hmm. Is there a point where you get to a grind and it's like you got to push through? And, and Oh, yeah, sometimes. Uh, not on this tour, but... Uh, 
on previous tours, you know, we've done like a headlining tour that's like seven uh-huh. weeks long. Yeah. And we'll do like a 22 show run without, yeah. without a day off. But yeah, by, by show number 17 or 18, it, it starts to get a little rough. Yeah. So, <laughs> how, how, how do you push through, man? I mean, other than, you alcohol. know, just, alcohol. <laughs> hey, uh, chemical uh, enhancement. Hey, yes. that works. That works. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, so, now I, I've heard. Um, I've heard some of your band members talk about touring here versus in Europe. What can you do? You notice the difference between the fans there? Between the fans? Yeah, uh, yeah, they're a little bit more rabid, like like uh, in Europe, a little more hardcore. Yeah, yeah, or a I, lot more hardcore. That, that's actually why I asked that question because we notice on the podcast that we get way more listens in Europe than we do in America. Mm-hmm. Do you find the European fans to be more metal literate? Sure, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, and metal just seems to be more accepted out there. You know, it's, yeah, it's just a, a part of life. Like out here, it's, it's still a, a, an oddity. It isn't. I wish they'd get in the freaking ball, but that's just me. So yeah. <laughs> so now you you were in the band since what, what year did you start? Two thousand eight. Two thousand nine. Nine. Okay. And so you're part of the evolution. Now these guys have been around for a long time, and yeah. so they have a certain sound. They do that sound extremely well. They're a thrash band. Mm-hmm. Um, is nostalgia a good thing, is or is it a is it a killer for a musician, or is it an inspiration? I don't think it's an inspiration, uh-huh. uh, but I think it's a good thing. Uh, I mean, the, the classic Death Angel albums, you know, we, we got to play yeah. some songs off those, and right. that's why we're all here, you know. Yeah. Uh, but we're pretty happy with the albums we're putting out now, so uh, we don't we don't stick in the past for too too right. much too long. Right. You, know? you don't want to stagnate. Is that kind of the other yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Now, how do you decide your sets? I mean, you know, you got fans that want the oldies, and you got fans that want the new. And yeah, we're never going to please everyone, you know. Sure. Uh, but we definitely focus more on the newer stuff. Yeah, uh, we we gained a lot of fans since uh, the last three albums came out. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. So um, we try to do at least a couple off of Ultraviolence and. Uh, and at least one off of one off of every album, you know. Yeah, I read in your set list that you're doing the ultra violence. Is that correct? Will you do that tonight? We, 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 we open up with the intro of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we're not doing the whole like 11 minute song. Right. You know? <laughs> well, I, I tell you, man, I don't mind saying this. I, I've learned a lot of bands since I started the podcast two years ago. And Death Angel is one of my favorite new additions to my thrash. Uh, cool. Oh man, you guys, I love it. I can't wait to see the show. Actually. All right. Man. I was more pissed about missing the show in Clarksville than I was about missing the interview. To tell oh, you the truth. Yeah. Okay, now, um, let me ask you this, what, since, I mean, how long have you been playing in the industry, not just with Death Angel? Well, I mean, I started, I've been playing for 33 years, like, just wow. playing drums, yeah. but I started playing shows mm-hmm. in 1989. Right, and and in the industry, as far as, like, records and music, I think we'll, uh, we can almost guess what you're going to say, but what's the biggest change that you've noticed with music in general? I mean, just there's no more records. The industry. There's no more record stores. Yeah, there's not. Uh, so it's a bummer. Do you guys, when you talk about an album or you come, do you plan on that? Do you plan on marketing and doing that in a completely different way? Or, Well, for example, this is the first tour, upon my suggestion, this is the first tour right. we've ever sold vinyl. Oh, okay. and, and our records are selling like crazy at these shows. Vinyl is coming back, man. There's something about that sound I love. Yeah, we're we're selling tons of records, and uh, I'm a I'm a major record collector, so uh, I'm glad that we're finally doing it. I'm sure we're gonna keep on doing it because yeah, yeah. they're selling. Cool, very cool. Yeah. Um, now uh, you just put out um, uh, the Evil Divide. 
Yep. And so, how's that being received? As far as I can tell, uh, people are loving it. You know, I mean, got got some positive reviews, and uh-huh. you you got some really good reviews on yeah. some of this. Yeah, and the fans of the shows know the words and yeah. are, are singing along to the songs. So that's great. That's I, great. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so now, like on the road, so you guys tour so much. Is it? Are you guys constantly writing, or do you just say we, we can't write? We got to focus on shows. How, how's that work? Like right now, we're not writing anything okay. because this is the first tour for the Evil Divide. Right. But probably like early next year when we're back on the road, I'm mm-hmm. sure Rob will start messing around with some uh, right. ideas. He already has an idea of what the next album is going to sound really? like. Is he sitting around on the couch, you know, just kind of picking and grinning? Or no, no, he's not. I don't think he's playing anything. Yet. He's just thinking of like concept and like how. Like what direction right, the next album right. should take? And he's talked to me a little bit about it on this tour. Cool. Yeah. So when they do that, like, does Rob come with you and say, "Here's this riff. Put 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 a beat to it. Put a tempo to it." Or, or does he play it for you? You listen. I mean, how's that? I, I, I love he, the dynamic of writing in a band. Uh, I guess usually he mails me a, a riff. Okay. He mails me a riff to a click track. Yeah. And I listen to it, and I show up to practice and. Uh, here's here's the beats I came up with, and we work on it from there. Excellent. Uh, sometimes he'll send me a, a, a riff with a drum machine underneath it, like, okay. and, and I'll stick to that. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's about maybe like a seventy thirty. Like he writes okay. like thirty like percent of it's with a drum machine, and the yeah. other is just to a click track. Yeah. Now, just kind of a personal question, I've always wondered: Do you ever get tired in the middle of the show when you're doing your headlining and you're just beating the shit out of them, and you get cramps or something? Sure. Uh, I, sometimes when we're on song number eight, I look at the set list. I look at the set list, and there's still like eight more songs left. I'm like, oh man! <laughs> but you just play it one-handed when you cramp up or something. No, no, no. I, I just, I just, I push through. That's awesome. Man. That's awesome. What, is, what is the? Um, and this is kind of a, a, a general crap question, but I am interested in it. What's the best and the worst thing about the road? The best thing about the road, uh, well, not to sound cheesy, but like, like on this tour, mm-hmm. play, playing on stage to Slayer's crowd, that's the oh, fucking, yeah, that's absolutely man. the best thing. Yeah. Uh, just playing great shows, I mean, that, that's that's the best part about it. And, uh, I mean, I can easily say playing bad shows is the worst part about it. <laughs> yeah. But no, the worst part about the road, I guess, is like when... When sickness starts running rampant on the uh, bus, yeah, yeah, and everyone starts getting sick, yeah, that's probably the worst part. Yeah. Now, um, uh, and I won't bring any details, but uh, is family? Do you miss? I mean, obviously you miss family and that yeah, sort of totally. thing. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you guys are all in California right now. That's yes. Where you, yeah. And you're part of that first California thrash scene, the Bay Area thrash. I mean, Rob and Mark are. Yeah. Yeah. Were you? I mean, you said you were kind of five when you started. Were yeah. you in on that? Did you did you see what was coming and go, holy crap, this is going to be big? No, I'm a little too young. Like, like uh, by the time I got into Metallica, they already put out uh, Ride the Lightning. So uh, that's a little late, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was a little, a little, little young. Yeah. Like, those guys were like six, seven years older than me. Yeah. You like, you like the new Metallica song? I can take this out. The, 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 the first song I thought was, was pretty cool. There were some really yeah. cool riffs on it. Uh-huh. The second one, yeah. not so much. Not so much. Huh? That's uh. cool. That's cool. All right. Um, uh, one more question. I'm probably I was going to answer. And, and and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but does it kind of piss you off that you guys have to plan on making your money with touring instead of selling records now? Because they're, I mean, you can get 
music anywhere for free now. Uh, yeah, I definitely, we, we, I definitely wish it was 1977 or ni- 1984. <laughs> or, Selling albums. Yeah, that, that would be really cool. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I would tour regardless. You know, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it would be nice to yeah to make a little money off records. You well, record. nowadays you can buy one song, you know, even off mm-hmm. of an album. In some situations, do you think that that bands will start? Anticipating that instead of having album releases, have song releases? Not, or? not metal bands. Not metal bands. I don't yeah. think so. So it's kind of just like, fuck them all, and we're going to play metal, and we're going to release it like we do. and Release a whole album, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. Now, what's what's in the future after this tour for Death Angel? We're, we're going to go back to Europe, for sure, Cool. Uh, in the earlier part of the year. Uh, and we're also talking about doing like a co-headlining tour with a band that's yet to be determined, but we're, we're, we're throwing some names around and I see. it'd be pretty exciting if one of the bands worked yeah. out. Well, my church band is looking to do a yeah, European yeah. tour if you're into that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, where can fans get music and merchandise for Death Angel? Uh, uh, DeathAngel.us. .us, okay. And we also have a new fan club called The Pack. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there's a lot of uh, exclusive stuff you can get in there, like a lot of exclusive merchandise and yeah, yeah. tons of stuff. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Now, in that merchandise, you can get the, the Thrashumentary yes. uh, for Death Angel. Right. But just kind of tell us what that is real quick. Uh, it's just the history of Death Angel. Nice. So it starts in 82. Uh-huh. And... Goes through the bus crash and everything that went with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cover all that. And then uh, it's two discs. And I guess the first disc is all the original members and the original story. And disc number two is when me and Damien join and mm-hmm. what's happened since then. Excellent. And there's tons of live material. And right. Yeah, it's really cool. Excellent. Well, um, Will, thank you for joining us. You're welcome, uh, the man. Great Metal Debate. Fans, if you're listening, uh, be sure and check out deathangel.us. Pick up the new album, The Evil Divide. It's kick ass. I can't wait for the show, man. Cool. Uh, thanks again, brother. Thank you, man.